All right, welcome to the Full Court Press. I'm Ozzy Salveson, 106 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Let's get into some Utah State Aggie basketball talk, shall we? Aggies come off a very incredible, historic season. Uh, Record-wise, and then, of course, you had the, you know, a guy like Namias come around who was like a once-in-a-generation player, at least at Utah State. Sam Merrill has one of the best seasons of his of his life. Both players return this year. Namish is out, by the way, tonight. Uh, he is not playing. Sam's good to go, uh, despite having his ankle stepped on. He'll be good to go. Uh, but it all cultivated and be able to go to the NCAA tournament. And then they uh, get in their highest seed ever, which was an eight. Then they played the ninth seed of Washington Huskies. Were dominated by Washington Huskies. That's a bitter taste that sits in their mouth. They're upset about that, and they want redemption about it. So the whole thing of like, well, they've accomplished their goal and their dream of being Mount West champs. No, not really. They're upset. They want to go back, get the Mount West Conference Championship, and then prove to everybody that they actually are a good basketball team. And that last year wasn't a one-year wonder. That it wasn't a fluke. They received their championship rings on Saturday night um, at the football game. Uh, they look beautiful, by the way. They look really, really cool. They did a, uh, The players were allowed to design them and... Again, I thought they did a wonderful job being able to see the rings. They they look great. So, uh, good job by them. But, uh, again, there's that, okay, it's time to move on. It's time to it's time to realize that last year was last year and, and everybody's, you know, kind of left it behind because there's a lot of expectation on this team. There's a lot of hype about this basketball team. More hype than any basketball team. Excuse me, let me rephrase that. More hype than any Utah State basketball team has ever had. Ever. 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 Being ranked 17th in the country in the preseason A people. Having the schedule, as daunting as it is, playing some great ranked teams, St. Mary's, LSU. Uh, They also get Florida. In Florida, not at Florida University, but in Florida they'll play the Florida Gators. So here's a couple new uh, notes on, on this game. Uh, by the way, uh, if you aren't able to make it out to the game, which, shame on you, you should be there, you can watch the game live on AT&T Sports. That's DirecTV Channel 683, Dish 414, Comcast Channel 52, uh, with Drew Goodman providing the play-by-play and Joe Craven serving us as analysis. Or, excuse me, analyst, not analysis, analyst. Uh, this will be the, the 115th season of men's basketball on Tuesday night, tonight, excuse me, uh, with Montana State in the spectrum. Now, how about this? The Utah State Aggies are 1,611 and 1,115. In the 2,726 games played in its history, the Aggies have 1,611 wins and 1,115 losses. They're 84 and 30 all-time in season openers. They've won 23 of the last 25, 25 straight home openers, and 53 and 9 in home openers dating back to the 1957-58 season. They've opened against a team from the Big Sky Conference in five of the last six years, and this Utah State Montana series. Is the third longest in USU history dating back to 1913-1914. The teams have played a total of 118 games, and the Aggies lead the all-time series 78-40. to Now, last year, we all, we all think about last year's team, right? And, and in Game 1, they went to Montana State, and nobody knew who Craig Smith was. Nobody knew who Namiz Keta was. Everybody knew about Sam Merrill, but thought of him as an average basketball player, but didn't have a lot of help. So everyone kind of thought, well, Utah State's going to go there, and Montana State's going to upset this team, and they're going to beat them. Utah State walked out of there with a 30-point win. In fact, the Utah State... 101 points that they had against Montana State last year in the season opener were the most by the Aggies in a season opener since 1969-1970 season when they won 113-82 against Pepperdine. And of course, 
Utah State head coach Craig Smith begins his second season at the helm of Utah State after leading the Aggies to the third most victories in school history just last year. Those were the, that was to the 28 wins, which during uh, for Smith, who is a perfect 4-0 in his career against Montana State. So that's where we start, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Coach Craig Smith from yesterday in his uh, media availability talking about the uh, the offseason, the exhibition game, a little bit from last Wednesday night, and, of course, getting ready for Montana State tonight. Well, you know, Montana State, obviously, uh, we're familiar with these guys in terms of we played the, this program the last two years, obviously, two years ago at our place and last year at their place to open the season. And, and now it's a new beginning um, for them, especially with a new head coach, and, and they have 10 new players. Uh, on their roster so I guess the word is expect the unexpected you know it's uh, it's obviously first game of the year and with them having a new coach and with so many new guys you just got to be kind of on your um, you just got to be on point and ready for about anything and everything and so there's going to have to be a lot of adjustments on the fly and and obviously we've done our due diligence to try to you know find out about all their personnel and see what the what um, Coach Sprinkle has done at different places, so um, so we'll be on point, and then we got to take care of our business, right? And take care of business at home, and play the best that we can play. And 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 we have uh, seven new guys, but like I've said multiple occasions, I also consider the two guys, uh, Clay Stahl and Roche, as new guys because um, they didn't have one practice with us last year. So um, so we have a lot of new faces too, and we got to figure out uh, how to put these guys in a position to succeed. Frey is their best player coming back and pretty good scorer, a driver type guy. Is that what he's, or well, he can do it all. He's a, he's very good. You know, we um, our last year at South Dakota, we played these guys uh, when he was a sophomore, and certainly last year, and he's really good. I mean, he averaged 17 a game in, uh, on the year and about 19, I think, in Big Sky play, and was an all league guy. So uh, he can do it all. He can shoot the three. Excellent uh, penetrator, makes great decisions. Um, uh, he's kind of a high, uh, cross of, of Sam Merrill and Abel Porter, to be honest. They can put him in a lot of different spots that way and uh, really makes them go. So him being a senior will be a, uh, a big-time stabilizing force for those guys having all those new players you know, in their program. But he's an excellent, excellent player. And I guess Clay told us that this Kirby guy and him were high school teammates. Uh, yeah, Kirby's a, a rim protector in a big-time way, very athletic uh, two foot pop, great two foot pop. Like he gets off the floor super quick, and so, uh, and then he just gets better every year. And I think he's a, is he a junior? I believe yeah. he's a junior. He's um, had injuries too. But yeah, he has kind of been. But you can see from one year to the next, like his progression, and then of course just thickening out. So um, uh, he had a pretty good game. I mean, a solid game against us last year as well. But he, you definitely um, notice him his impact on the game. This game more about you guys trying to get in the rhythm or in the flow of play. Um, I mean, you know, you worry about them, but they also getting you guys going. On yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, it's just such a learning curve for 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 um, for our new guys, and and when we're trying to figure out who certainly who can play, what lineups work well together, who is uh, taking off, who's kind of flatlined, and who's you know regressed, and just trying to you know get everybody caught up to speed, so to speak. So. Um, I mean, like anything, like you only get 30. These guys work so um, hard in terms of the eight weeks in the summertime, plus plus some on their own, and in six weeks of practice, you know, we're eager to to play somebody else, certainly. Um, but we approach, you know, every game the same, and let's go out there and find a way to win, and and then just see how the game, you know, plays out as it goes in. But uh, I've known Coach Sprinkle for a long time. He's a great person. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good coach. Um, and so, um, you know, we just got to uh, our, – our preparation has been good, and now got to put it to good use. Do you get their film of their exhibition? No. Oh, no, you no I mean, that. that's hard. So that's like, where you just have to go after Cal State Fullerton and, and – Yeah, you just got to – What he's done, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you just got to see what pieces they have in terms of their personnel and do a good job of guarding those guys. And then you just got to be on point for everything. And hopefully um, – you know, we have a lot of intelligent guys, but that is the harder part with newcomers is you, as a coach, you're always a little, do we have everything in? Do we, you know, what are we missing? What did we forget? What, you know, and, and so 
Um, but they're in the same boat too. You know, now obviously they have some film from last year that they can look at, but we're a different team than last year. Um, not having Quinn and not having Dwayne Brown and and Nimi being out. So there's, you know, we're doing some different things too. So um, that's just how it is early in the year. And you just got to be sound and disciplined and play hard and play Aggie basketball. Cool. Coach, you have a set rotation. I mean, I, will you have a set rotation coming off the bench? I mean, you have such a deep bench. Or is that going to be based on game situation or game plan or team? Or how is that going to work? That's well, a good question, Ajay. I haven't figured out who we're starting yet, so uh, I'm going to start with that one. So I've got to make that final decision. Um, but off the bench, yeah, I mean, you, you, you have it in your mind to, to, have, to an extent, of course, but then the games kind of go, to, you know, I, I just think I, we try to adapt to the game and who's playing well and what lineups are going good and, you know, and then depending on who they have on the floor – Kind of can reflect who we might have on the floor, or you know, or in, a, in terms of a matchup to to guard them or to try to expose them too. It works right both ways. So there's always yin and yang, you know, when it comes to that. But um, you know, like there's just a lot of guys that are pretty even in terms of on our team. So I expect like a lot of guys to play, um, just like we did last year. You know, we played a million guys early. You know, uh, November and December, we were playing 10, 11 guys every basically every night. So um, but we're not just going to play a guy to play a guy. Like, they got to, you know, be on point, play hard. There's going to be mistakes, but you just got to play through that stuff and, and not let one mistake equal two mistakes, you know. But they got to go earn that, that type of playing time. But I do think we have some depth to our team, and, and, um, and hopefully that will show on the court. You've probably had to, in some ways I think about the schedule, have you had to put in almost everything because you're kind of going to play almost – Rest, game prep, play, rest. So, do you do you feel like you, for the first four or five weeks, yeah, you, you've got in what you've got? Or well, we've put a ton of stuff in, and it's our schedule. We don't have like last week. We, last year, we had two one-week breaks during November and December because our season was a week longer. The Mountain West Conference tournament's a week earlier this year. So we're playing two league games. You're just jamming all these, right? So I think we have five games in the first 13 days. And then we have you know a four day, but we got to get to Jamaica, all that stuff. But but you're right, and we play a lot of teams with different styles of play, so you feel like you got to get a lot of different things in, and that's that's the delicate balance as a coach that you you're you're consistently battling with, like because our, our returners know most of everything, right? So you don't want to hold those guys back because you're bringing all these new guys caught up to speed. But if you're just letting the returners go, now the the new guys feel lost because their, their heads are spinning like, oh, we'll slow down for a second. Like I'm trying to figure out what a, a cross screen is. So so that's the delicate balance of where's the line of being an expert at something or just putting it in, maybe getting some reps at it just in case you see it. And now you have a feel for it, but maybe you're not as polished as you need to be. And there's just always a fine line of that, especially at this point in the year. So, so, um, so we have a lot of things in. Um, I feel comfortable with where we're at with most things. Certainly our returners have a great feel for, for everything because they've been through all those things, you know, for at least one season before, uh, and some of them more, but at least, you know, our, um, system of play, but that is the balancing act at this time of year where I'm just getting guys to be kind of experts at different actions and what we're trying to accomplish with, with, uh, on both ends of the floor. What's it like to get those rings? Uh, that was pretty awesome. I, I told my wife, you know, that we've had them for probably <laughs> maybe two months, and I hadn't looked at them on purpose. Um, our guys designed them, which was really cool, and they look great. Um, and that was awesome to see. It's just kind of a brand, a band of brothers. It's a, it's a badge of accomplishment that that team will have forever. It's a link that they'll have forever. And to see the emotion on the field, I, I told my wife when we went home that night, like I didn't on a personal basis, I didn't think it would hit me like that. Do you know what I mean? Because I've just been thinking about this year, this year, this year. We've already celebrated last year. But it is kind of that, you know, you see that ring, and it's just something that I'll link you in to be able to do it in, in uh, you know, and that kind of an atmosphere was, was was pretty awesome. So, but it's on to the next now. And, uh, you know, zero and zero, no one's done a thing. You know, and I know it's cliche-ish, but it's a new team. It's a new year. It's zero and zero, and let's go earn 
uh, victory, on, you know, and earn uh, uh, hopefully a championship. So you finally did relish last year's season. Finally, coach somewhere along the way, you never you, you hesitated all during the year. Last. Yeah, you know, you it does get like that. You don't you don't even think about it. But I, I uh, my my old boss, Coach Miles, he oh there you go beating your chest again when you win a game. And I thought you know what. We work too. I, I say work loosely. I love my job, so I don't ever consider it a job, you know, because it's your passion. Um, uh, but you go, 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 and you know what? When you when you win a game, you win a championship. I'm gonna smile and enjoy it till midnight, is what we say, and then it's on to the next. And obviously, this summer, uh, you know, the other night I, I stayed up. It was probably about three weeks ago. I just was looking back at some things we did last year and. I was watching the first game of the Mountain West tournament, and then I just the adrenaline started going. And then I watched the the semifinal game, and then I watched the championship, and I went to bed at three thirty. So that, that's kind of, but it's hard not to like you watch that and just the emotions and the adrenaline that comes with it. You can enjoy. It's it hard to go to sleep. So then you could, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's over. Like I told our team, I'm done done talking about last year because last year's over. It's we are in this year and we are in this moment. And last year was great. Hopefully, though, you can pull back on those experiences to keep getting better. Um, but at the same time, like this is a new team, and we got to go earn all that kind of stuff, just like um, like any championship team does. Else? So, assuming Nimi's not going to be seen tomorrow, right? He won't be. Any other injuries or no? No, nope, we, we should be good. Um, we should be good. Kuba is going to play. Yeah, um, Liam McChesney will be redshirting. Um, uh, of course, Marco Anthony of Virginia transfer is going to redshirt, of course, with the with the uh, NCAA rules. And then um, there's one more guy who may be redshirting, and we'll have you know we'll decide that later. Pretty much should be decided later on tonight. So just got to check on one more thing. But those two guys, uh, the plan is to redshirt Marco and and Liam. And so uh, other than that, we're we're healthy and ready to roll. As he said, Liam McChesney will uh, will redshirt. And he's got one other player in mind to do so as well. Marco Anthony is unavailable to play for the year. Uh, he'll be uh, eligible next year. Uh, really interesting. One of my favorite answers from that was that he rewatched the NC or excuse me the Mountain West Conference tournament all three games that they played quarterfinal, semifinal, and championship. And he went to bed at what was it three thirty a.m. after watching all that just because of the adrenaline of watching basketball. The guy. Dies, bleeds, drinks, eats, sleeps, basketball. He's in love with Utah State University. He's in love with this basketball team. And he's passionate, he's sincere, and he's genuine. And and when you have that kind of emotion and that excitement about what you do, there is. There's an adrenaline where you want to go back and just rewatch those games. And in fact, so I uh was it last night? Yeah, last night. You know, went home and, and, and watched late. I mean, late last night, I couldn't sleep. So I went home and, you know, late last night. And uh, I rewatched the Nevada-Utah State game at, U- at, at Utah State. We call it the fire extinguisher game for obvious reasons. So I went home and I watched the fire extinguisher game. And it just, man, it brought, I just had a smile on my face. Just the intensity. It was a it was an absolute madhouse in there. Uh, the the USU herd was incredible. It was the seventh largest crowd ever at a Utah State men's basketball game. When Sam Merrill, I remember this. When Sam Merrill was notified that because he thought it was the largest, and then he heard it was oh no, it's the seventh. He he kind of just sighs and says, "Geez, really? I mean that place was packed, and it was loud, and it was emotional on both ends. Uh, a really fun basketball game." And, I, and it just brought a smile on my face. I need to go back and rewatch the uh, quarter semis and championship as well. That'd be kind of fun to to re-see that. But as Coach said, uh, it is it is that door is now officially shut. As they have received their rings, the door is now officially closed for the 2018-2019 basketball season, and we now open a new door for the 2019-2020 men's basketball season. There's a lot to look forward to. A 17th-ranked team in the country with a brutal non-conference schedule that is very, very testy. That includes, as we said, St. Mary's at St. Mary's, Jamaica versus LSU, Florida at Florida, South Florida at Houston. Um, I mean, it, it, it is very tough schedule. And of course, you got Reber State and Randy Way, Randy Ray coming in on Friday night, seven o'clock, to face the Aggies. And that Weber State team, by the way, 
is picked to win their conference. They are a very good basketball team. So expect it to be a dandy. If you can get there, please be there. Get your tickets at utahstateaggies.com or go to the ticket offices and purchase them there. Lions will be there, so you might as well just get them online while you can. Um, they'll take good care of you and uh, make sure that you have uh, you have what you need to get yourself settled in for the season. And then after the game, don't forget when you get back in your car, turn on to 610 AM KVNU and get the post-game cover so you can uh, share your thoughts and opinions about the team, uh, which we know will be good things because this team is very, very talented. Um, can they live up to the hype? We'll find out. All right, we're going to take a break, come back. You'll hear from Sam Merrill, and then we're going to talk some Utah Jazz basketball. They get ready for another two, uh, tough two-game stretch with uh, Milwaukee on Friday, or excuse me, Milwaukee on Wednesday, and then the uh, Sixers on Friday, who lost to the Suns last night. Um, Aaron Baines got the best of Ben Simmons. Kind of weird, huh? Uh, and we'll get into more notes uh, for uh, tonight's game, Utah State uh, versus Montana State at home. Again, pregame 7 o'clock on KVNU. It's the Full Court Press. I'm Audrey Salveson on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. This is The Herd with Colin Cowherd. The camera goes on him, and Baker's the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. And uh, they take a picture of him with a beer, and he takes a beer. And then he realizes the camera's on. He goes, throw me a beer. And he bites into it, and he rips it open. And, of course, Cleveland loves him. Right now, they just want to celebrate. We got a new quarterback, and we would shotgun beers because it's Cleveland. Colin Cowherd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, and Hearing Aid Center reminds you that now's the time to utilize your remaining flex spending and cafeteria funds. With two locations, North Logan and Providence, call 753-7880 to make your appointment today. If you suffer spring and summer allergies, winter is the best time to test and prepare for the next season. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Google Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat or call 753-7880 for details. I'm Larry Gelwix, the getaway guru for Columbus Travel. Run away to the sunny beaches of Hawaii. White sand beaches, blue ocean waters, and the spirit of aloha make Hawaii the perfect vacation getaway. And now you can get away to Hawaii with Columbus Travel and Delta Vacations. For the best travel deals on the planet, call Columbus Travel, 800-373-3328 or online at columbusvacations.com. Thanks, Columbus. Vicky, how you doing? How's the knee? It's coming along, doctor, but still some soreness. Well, let's see. You know, this soon after surgery, some pain is pretty normal. I was hoping to get more painkillers. The first round worked great. We're being very careful with those now. Prescription painkillers are opioids, same as heroin. It's easy to start taking them, not so easy to stop. Last year in America, an average of 40 people died from opioid abuse every day. Long-term addiction has become America's newest health epidemic. So no pills? Vicki, you're doing great. So let's try these anti-inflammatories plus your physical therapy. If the soreness doesn't continue to get better, give me a call. For opioids, the smaller the dose prescribed and taken, the better. Because even a few prescription painkillers can sometimes go a long, wrong way. A message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the Orthopedic Trauma Association. Visit orthoinfo.org slash prescription safety. Looking for uncommon talent? Meet the grads of life. They're not the typical candidates you're used to, but they're exactly who your company needs. An ideal fit for entry-level positions, internships, and even mentorships. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn more. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Congratulations to our honorary junior Harlem Go Trotter winners, Carter Perry, Sarah Godfrey, Michaela Lumberg, and Emmett Hendrickson. They get a chance to be the junior ball kids, the home, or I guess, uh, honorary ball kids for the Harlem Go Trotters. They get an autographed basketball and some swag, and then also be on the bench and uh, help out the Harlem Go Trotters in their event. On that event, by the way, is this Friday, November 8th at Ridgeline High School. It's the world-famous Harlem Gold Trotters uh, who are coming to Cash Valley. 
Now you can get your tickets. They're available at TicketWeb.com. You can save yourself uh, $5 by using the code SAVE5. That's S-A-V-E-5. It's in save $5 at TicketWeb.com to get yourself some tickets and go watch the Harlem Globetrotters on Friday night, November 8th. Now, we also realize it also competes with the Utah State Aggie-Weaver State Wildcat basketball game, so choice is yours. Both are good choices. You choose what you want to do. All right. Aggies, Montana State tonight, 8 o'clock. It's a late one. In fact, I heard rumor, I don't know if this is true, that we're playing Air Force at 9. I hope that's not true. Those 9 o'clock games are rough. Uh, looking at some more notes in regards to this Utah State-Montana State matchup. Uh, Montana State is the last non-conference opponent that Utah State has faced three times during a season. The teams met three times during the 01-02 season. Utah State beat the Bobcats twice during the regular season, but then lost to Montana State in the first round of the NIT. Now, shooting has been a key for both teams in the matchup, as the team that has shot better from the floor has won the game each of the last 10 meetings. Although only a recent addition to the series, the team has shot better from behind the arc, has won four of the last five games. The battle of the boards has led to victory as well in the war as the team that has recorded more rebounds has won eight of the last ten, and the team with more assists has won eight of the last ten meetings as well. Now, Utah State shot 56%, 28-50 against the Bobcats in the last meeting in Logan. Uh, the best Aggies have shot against Montana State over the last 12 games. Now, remember that the last time that the, the two teams met uh, in the last meeting, Sam Merrill totaled, which was then a career-high, 37 points. The Aggies also scored the most points as a team over the last 12 games in the last contest between the Bobcats. Again, it was 101 points. The output was also the most points by uh, USU in its season opener since 69-70 when the Utah State posted again that 113-82 win over Pepperdine. Now, the Aggies and Bobcats have a tie in their respective rosters. That's uh, Montana State Junior Center Devin Kirby. Uh, who is a high school teammate with Clay Stahl at Boston High School uh, in Chandler, Arizona. You heard that uh, in the uh, Craig Smith uh, interview. So again, the last time that these two teams met, Utah State scored 101 points and won by 30, and they were led, of course, by the, uh, at the time, a career high from Sam Merrill of 37 points. Sam, by the way, has been continued to uh, receive all types of accolades. Uh, at a very, a very, I don't know if overwhelming is the correct word, but he, uh, <laughs> he, it just keeps coming, I guess is, I, I guess is what the best way to put it. He was recognized, sorry, I'm, I'm doing this all on the fly here because I just erased the page that I needed. Uh, he was recently named to the uh, John Wooden Award, or see, Wooden Award watch list. Sorry, I'm just looking this up here. If I can find it. There we are. Uh, he was recently named to the Wooden Award watch list. No surprise there uh, at all whatsoever. And then, by the way, joining him on that Wooden Award watch list was, of course, one Namish Keta. So, uh, for the Aggies, this is, I mean, again, nothing new. And the, in regards to being looked at as uh, two top players in the country, um, the one award watch list is compromised of 50 student-athletes who are the early front-runners for the most prestigious honors in college basketball. Uh, the national bout will include 15 top players who have proven to the universities that they meet and exceed the qualifications of the one award. Now, there's nearly a 1,000 voters that will rank in order of 10 of those 15 players when voting opens prior to the NCAA tournament and will allow voters to take into consideration performance during the early round games. The Wooden Award All-American team will be announced the week of the Elite Eight round of the NCAA tournament, and the winner of the 2020 John R. Wooden Award will be presented by Wendy's during the ESPN College Basketball Awards on Friday, April 10th of 2020. Utah State is just one of nine schools in the nation with multiple student-athletes on the initial list, joining the following Florida, Davidson, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, Memphis, Washington, with that distinction as well. So that's one to start. And then, of course, uh, 
Sam Merrill was named to one more award watch list, and I can't find it anymore. There it is. Uh, he was named to the Namesmith Trophy watch list. That is the... Uh, Sorry, that's a 2020 Citizen Namesmith uh, Trophy Men's Player of the Year. And that's, uh, as that was announced by Atlanta Tip-Off Club on Monday. Uh, Merrill's one of 50 in the nation on the initial list. That will be trimmed to 30 in February. list will be then reduced to 10 in the uh, 10 national semifinalists on March 5th, 4 on March 17th. And the award will be awarded uh, in Atlanta, Georgia during the Final Four at the Namesmith Awards brunch on April 5th of 2020. Of course, Sam Merrill is the 2019 defending Mount West Player of the Year, and in fact, he's picked to win it again this year, without a doubt. In fact, Merrill finished the year with 731 points last year, fifth most in a single season in Utah State history. He averaged just under 30 points a game, ranked second in the Mountain West. He also taught, he was a top distributor for the Aggies, totaling a team-best 147 assists. That's a full, just about 4.5 per contest, ranked fifth in the Mountain West. So... With saying all that, here is Sam Merrill and his thoughts on the team, the offseason, and getting ready for Montana State. Feeling of that? Uh, we're just excited to get back out there. Uh, feels like it's been a long offseason. Um, obviously, we've put in a lot of work and have had made some good strides this preseason, but uh, you never truly know until you go out and play someone. And so we're excited to um, get this group out there and uh, kind of see what we're made of. We got a good test coming in. Um, first game, we really don't know anything about Montana State with their new coach and a lot of new players. So um, we've prepared as best as we can to this point, and um, but it all comes down to just going out there and playing hard. So we're excited to get out there. It's kind of a role reversal from last year, where they didn't know what to expect with you guys, coming with <laughs> a new coach and so many guys. Yeah, Coach Smith was talking about that today. How um, the script has been flipped a little bit. So. Uh, yeah, we think we have a decent idea of what of the stuff that they're going to run, but um, we know that with their, this new coach, they're going to play hard and they're going to play with a lot of energy, so we're going to have to match that. You had a big game up there last year against them. It was a good way to start the season. <laughs> yeah, it was a good way to start the season, but um, yeah, um, to this point, we're just worried about going 1-0. So. You got stepped on on Wednesday night. How you feeling? Oh, I'm good. I'll be good to go. Okay. Yeah, just a little tweak. I've had this left ankle that I rolled pretty bad in the summer and just trying to slowly, I mean, it's basically 100%, but just a little tweak, but I'll be fine. What do you think we're going to, uh, anything off the top of your head you can say that people are going to see a little different or any way you guys play? Obviously, the length is a, a bigger mm -hmm. deal even. I mean, with Nimi it was big, but now it's bigger all the way around. Yeah, obviously the length is probably the biggest thing. I think every, every season's different. Um, and you look at some of the guys that we have coming back, I think you're going to see a lot more offense run through Bean, a lot more offense run through Abel. I don't think I'm going to have as much of a of like a usage rate, which I'm perfectly fine with. But um, I think those are some of the things that you'll see differently. But the core of who we are and the way that we're going to play is we're going to usually play really, really hard, and um, we're going to communicate and play with a lot of energy. So that shouldn't change. So personally, is it hard to imagine this is the start of your senior year? <laughs> You grew up watching the Aggies, and now you're at this point. Yeah, it's pretty uh, been pretty surreal these last couple of weeks just thinking about it. Um, but you know, it just means one last opportunity. So I'm hoping that I and us as a team can make the most of it. And after all this practice time, now you're gonna just play games and prepare and play games and prepare. It's kind of the way the schedule goes here. The first two. Yeah, it's uh, coach has been stressing that that we got to get our work in in the preseason because we got game, 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 especially these first couple of weeks. So. I thought we've think that we've done a good job to this point, and uh, now it's mostly focusing on just preparing for the teams that we have ahead. Coach said that uh, there's been a lot that's kind of thrown at you guys in, in preparing for the season in regards to game plans and such. How do you feel like the new guys have been able to handle it? And is there any advice you give to them to be able to handle all that information that they're receiving? Well, I think with we've tried to give advice to some of the coaches, that just and to ourselves as veterans that like you got to stay patient because. Our, our scouting reports are pretty complex and in-depth, and um, you got to be on top of it. And when you have five or six guys that just know it like the back of our hands, like we just from last year, it's you, there's got to be some give and take. Obviously, you have to rely on us to be able to help out those new guys as well, but understand that it is a process with the new guys that, you know, these scouting reports, especially 
when we haven't played any games. Like it's a whole new level. We've tried to implement it a little bit with our own personnel um, in these last few weeks, but it's a whole different level when you don't know who you're playing against. So I think the new guys have done a good job at this point. How did you feel like that went last Wednesday night, having some of those new guys in? There's a bunch of different lineups. How did you feel like the new guys handled the information in live gameplay? I thought, I thought for the most part we did a pretty good job. Um, the biggest thing I think that we struggled with was knowing, I mean, we, we did a good job with their sets. I think the biggest thing we struggled with was personnel, and that's a big thing, especially for us. So um, we've worked on that, and hopefully I think we know what we're going to know we're going to get tomorrow as far as personnel goes, so hopefully we can execute it. That's Sam Merrill from uh, last uh, yesterday's media availability. So he did have his ankle stepped on last week, but he is good to go. He sat there the whole entire second half. I mean, well, most of the second half, and he didn't. I mean, there was just no need for him to be playing after that. I thought it was the right decision by Coach Smith to make uh, to to have him sit and get him ready for the season when it starts again. No Namish Keda tonight. Uh, no Namish Keda on Friday as well, as far as I've heard. He'll be out this week, um, and there's no timetable for his return. There's been no announced timetable, I should say. For his return as of yet. So, uh, again, Namish Keda will not be playing this week. Sam Merrill is good to go tonight. Um, and the Yaggies will. We'll see if they'll be ready to go as well as they take on Montana State. 8 o'clock tonight, the Spectrum. Pre-game 7 o'clock on KVNU. Post-game immediately falling after the game is over with. All right, well, we're going to take a break. Come back. We'll talk some Utah Jazz basketball. And, uh, and you're going to hear some audio from... Donovan Mitchell, and, and maybe Coach Schneider as well if we have some time. But you'll hear from Donovan Mitchell, who had 36 in the loss to the Clippers. Where does he see this team? How is the relationship developing with Mike Conley? What are things he wants to see done better? You'll hear that and more from Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz to get ready for a tough two-game stretch. Bucks Wednesday, Sixers Friday. It's all coming up on the Full Court Press on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The leaves are falling, the temperature is dropping, and 2019 is going by so fast. Are there dental benefits you haven't used yet but have been meaning to? Hi, this is Roseanne at Cherry Creek Dental in Richmond. There is still time to schedule a cleaning or work that needs to be done before the end of the year. Call us now and get it scheduled. We have some amazing dentists at our office, Dr. Anthony Larson, Dr. Brandon Preby, Dr. Curtis Taylor, and we are pleased to welcome Dr. Kyle Spackman. We have expanded office hours and are accepting new patients. Give us a call for your cleaning or dental work today, Cherry Creek Dental in Richmond. Hi, this is Rusty Allen from LSS Insurance. There are so many choices when it comes to Medicare. Annual enrollment is October 1st through December 7th. Call LSS Insurance 752-9493. We're here to help. We'll research benefits and costs, even look up your medications so there aren't any nasty surprises at the pharmacy. There's no cost to work with us, and you'll love having a local agent. Call 752-9493. Let us help you get the most out of your Medicare benefits. Come see us. Locker 42 is a store for Utah State fans. Many of the items you'll find there are custom, one-of-a-kind produced by Locker 42. Such production allows for the best possible prices and custom orders that are unheard of at this level. And as one of the highest contributing licensees for royalty sales, your purchase at Locker 42 is supporting scholarships and student-athletes. Hoodies, t-shirts, hats, jackets, everything Aggie is at Locker 42. Locker 42, a store for Aggie fans by Aggie fans. In the vast ocean, there was room for only one victor. Many would never come back. But those who did would be legend. This epic battle for destiny will have to wait until after it rains. But Dad, we're winning. I don't want to get wet. Dad, we're at sea. Maybe we can storm the kitchen. Children who spend time with their parents are less likely to drop out of school, abuse drugs or alcohol, and are more likely to finish college. So imagine what a little time can do for your family. To the deli! From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Sensory sensitivity, repetitious behavior, 
Lack of eye contact. You can see signs of autism in children as young as 18 months. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Five forty-three your time here on the Full Court Press. Samaj Salveson. Aggies tonight against Montana State. Eight o'clock Friday night against Weber State. Seven o'clock. Both games at home. Both games have tickets available. Get them all you can. Seventeenth ranked team in the country. Utah State Aggies have get are getting their season underway. A couple of dandies, by the way. Oh, I did say it wrong. Hey, I got to make a correction. Oh, man. No wonder I got a weird look from Eric. Oh. I, I'm so bad at my job. I am so bad at my job. I must have read the stat wrong. So, that whole stat that blew your mind, right? With the number one and two teams playing on the same day. It's in the same week. It's not the same day. It's the same week. Fetch! Well, I'm ashamed of myself. Let me make sure I'm not lying to myself, though, here. Nope, I'm not. I was wrong. That sucks to be me. Kansas Duke playing right now. By the way, Kansas has a 22-20 lead. Or now, I guess it's tied with 447 left in the first quarter. Kansas Duke in the State Farm Champions Classic. Later tonight, Michigan State ranked first. Kentucky ranked second. Is a 5 or excuse me, 730 Mountain Time start. So my stat that blew my mind, it was actually in the same week. Not the same day, the same week. That football and basketball had the number one and two teams playing against each other in college football and college basketball. Again, in the same week, not the same day. That is my bad. Horribly well done on my part. I am so sorry, people. I must and will be better. 25-22, Duke leads it by three. Other games going on of note. Looking... Uh, Louisville up by two, or excuse me, up by 22 over Miami with 15-33 remaining in the second half. Xavier up 31-17. Florida plays later tonight against Northern Florida, I believe that it is. Villanova plays Army later on tonight. St. Mary's is at Wisconsin. Uh, Fresno State's at Oregon. Oregon's ranked 15th in the country. Just some of the games going on. Yeah, I absolutely butchered that stat. That is poo-poo. I am poo-poo. My bad. All right. Utah Jazz get underway with the their, another tough two-game stretch after falling. You know, uh, to the Clippers, falling to the Suns as well. Um, they uh, they get the uh, Bucks and Sixers this week. I was going to play some Donovan Mitchell audio because we have it. But Eric just walked in the door. Eric. Hi, I, RJ. I just realized I am poo-poo. <laughs> I heard. I was listening. I looked at that. I was like, oh, they're playing tonight. So I looked. I re-looked at the stat, and it is. It's the same week. Not the same day. You gave me that weird look of like, huh? And I was like, yeah, it's the same day, man. I told you. And then I looked at the score and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was tonight. Yeah. It, but it's okay. Proofread everything you do before you do it. 
Uh, I was going to play just a little bit of Donovan Mitchell audio. Uh, Utah Jazz get ready. And it's another t- tough two-game stretch, Bucks and Sixers. Uh, we'll get into some, some Utah Jazz talk here in just a bit. You were at practice. Yes. Uh, no specifics, but the general feeling after two back-to-back blowout ugly losses is what? So it looked like they were going a little more pace in their practices uh, between plays and um, trying to move, keep keep the pace up. Uh, and then talking to some of the players, they're, uh, they're all pretty upset with how things went, and they're driven to put that behind them. They know that it was a non-conference game, and they still have everything in front of them with conference play still to come, but they don't like losing two in a row, and they definitely don't want to lose three in a row. Well, that's good to know. So, I mean, I was really worried that they were like, you know, let's go lose a third one, just see what happens after. Yeah, but you can sense though from some that they can be down and disappointed, but they're just they're bummed and they don't know like what's going on or why. But there can also be a sense that of just being mad and they want to do something different and uh, put that behind them, and that that was the sense that I got. Fair the enough. latter, not the not the first. <laughs> so I, I talked to uh, three different players. We'll hear from them uh, tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. We'll get into some Utah Jazz talk. We'll get you ready for the night that is. Uh, again, the Jazz get the Bucks and Sixers in a really tough two-game uh, stretch versus Eastern teams that are picked to contend for the NBA Finals, or at least on the Eastern side. Be uh, be two teams that will contend for an NBA Finals appearance uh, after dropping a tough one to the Clippers, a winnable game versus the Clippers, a winnable game versus the Suns, a winnable game versus the Sacramento Kings. Uh, they need to fix some things, and Donovan Mitchell is very clear on that, that they need to fix some things. Uh, no, nah, we won't hear from Donovan tonight. We won't have time. We'll get into Donovan tomorrow, maybe. We'll, we'll see how things go. Uh, but uh, they, him and Coach Snyder, are both available for press uh, media really or media availability. As was Bogdan uh, Bogdanovich. Um, is it Bojan Bogdanovich or is it Bogdan Bog? How do you say Bojan his name? Bogdanovich? Bojan Bogdanovich. Bojan Bogdanovich. Boing. <laughs> wow. No. 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 Please no. <laughs> Stop it! Don't make it sound like it was horrible. Uh. <laughs> Hey, it was uh, on the way in. It was it was interesting listening to Sam Merrill. Uh, I didn't get to hear Coach Smith, but um, the, this is a team with expectations coming in, and it was interesting to hear Sam talk about the role of those experienced players helping the new guys as they try to drink through a fire from a fire hose because that's what this coaching staff is does. Um, and so it'll be interesting these first two games to see how well. This team comes together and makes adjustments. We'll also find out who's redshirting. Liam McChesney is one of those kids he announced, uh, Coach Smith did. Who's the other one that will be redshirting? We know Marco Anthony's out for the year, so there's one more. So we'll find out tonight who that who that other player is. You know, I was just telling the listeners, and this is one of the coolest things, is when Coach Smith said, I stayed up because I just, you know, you get those rings and you're all excited about things and, you know, you, you want to shut the door, but you're not quite ready to. And so he stayed up. And watched the quarterfinals. I was like, oh, that was fun. Let's watch the semifinal game. Watch the semifinal game. Oh, man. Got to see the championship now. And stayed up and watched the championship game and went to bed at 3.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, it's it, it, it was a fun year for them. And, and Coach Smith, I love what Al asked him. Like, you finally had a chance to, like, breathe and to kind of relish what you guys did. And, he, and you could tell Coach Smith almost wanted to backpedal and be like, well, I, I'm focused on this year. But then he kind of just stopped and said, yeah, I did. Okay, I did, and I loved it. It was fun. But, again, it's new expectations. It's a new season. Last year doesn't get you anything this year except a preseason nope. ranking and a bigger target on your back. Yep, different personnel, Let me ask different you, expectations. Actually, we'll go to break. Coming back, I want your three keys to an Aggie win tonight. Okay. Is yeah, that all right? That'll be fun. Eric France and RJ Salveson, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The fan will about close it up here. I'm a circle for you. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Get ready for controversy with pass interference. And I said at the time, we're going to change the rule and we don't need to change the rule because we're going to spend this entire season. Remember last year at this time, it was about protecting the quarterback. Oh, they should have skirts on. And now the NFL... 
has hand-delivered yet another controversy. Dan Patrick. And here they are. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. This is Jarek from Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Everyone knows us as an engagement ring store, but not everyone knows about everything else we do. Custom design, our in-house laser jewelry repair. We offer fashion jewelry, charm bracelets, necklaces, earrings, birthstone jewelry, watches. We love people to just look and make a wish list. Stop in and say hi. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it Daryl's biggest sale of the year is this Saturday, November 9th from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Black Friday pricing. This Saturday, save 10 to 40% off all in-stock appliances, 30 to 50% off scratch and dents. Spin and win on their prize wheel. Listen for a live radio broadcast from 10 to 1. Financing available, plus you get the Daryl's difference with their famous service team. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Bad internet signal. I hate it. It says two bars, but it doesn't doesn't work. And video buffering? Don't get me started on video buffering. So tired of that circle on the screen spinning and spinning and spinning. Lens Audio and Video can solve your bad internet with Mesh Network. There's more to it than a bigger router or paying for faster internet. Have Lens do a signal test, show you a Mesh Network and improve your internet. Improve and extend your coverage. Stop the spinning circle on your screen. Call or stop by Lens Audio and Video right now and ask about a Mesh Network for your internet. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. He was working through college. I love this song. On my grandpa's farm. Okay, what so, are we listening to? So last year, <laughs> I, was I, I think you were in the office when this was going on. I was calling the Bear River Bears game, and it was pregame. And, of course, country music was on the station, 104.9 The Ranch. And this song came on. And I hadn't heard this song in, like, 16, 17 years. And I was like, I started singing Oh, you were it. singing. And Todd's all like, all right, shut up. It's time to go. <laughs> and I was like, ah, at least you let me finish this song, man. I was thrilled. That reminds me. I need to text Todd. Todd, my man, Lucarini, the biggest BYU homer since Ben Criddle. <laughs> I wanted to slap him yesterday. He walks in here at the end of our show with a box of Kleenexes. Do you guys need some of these? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Call 1-800-SCOTCH-YARD. <laughs> Oh, oh fans, that was so good. I nobody likes you, Lucarini, but we have to <laughs> we have to have you here at work. <laughs> uh, Eric, uh, Utah State Aggies, uh, Montana State tonight. Real reversals kind of flipped. No one knew who the Aggies were last year. Thirty-one point win later, everyone knew who Sam Merrill and Nemeas Keta this team was. Tonight, nobody knows who Montana State is. Ten new guys, a new coach. What are your keys tonight for Utah State to get out of here with a win? It's all about Utah State. Uh, tonight, it's about dominating the boards. Uh, for me, I want to see outside shooting. Uh, with that much length and size for Utah State, that should open up things outside. And I would like to see what Utah State, their outside shooting looks like. And then the other thing, my other, my, I guess my third key, um, quality minutes off the bench. Utah State needs to get out, big lead, and then uh, let the, let the bench guys and the rotation guys get quality minutes. Because there's going to be times in the season where they're going to need them. Yeah. So, and they're trying to learn the system. Give them time to play. Uh, it's a tell the truth Tuesday. What's your tell the truth? You have one. <laughs> um, Bigfoot is a lie. Hi. <laughs> No, there's a story on Cash You know Day. better. Like, there's some like Bigfoot guy. Like these people have these whole careers about Bigfoot. No such thing as Bigfoot. Shame on you. <laughs> That's what I tell the truth Tuesday. All right, gotta go. Bigfoot's real, everybody. <laughs>